Route 25, brought to you by Fox Valley Magazine and When and How Communications. Today, we're talking to Curtis Haug, who's the Vice President and General Manager of the Kane County Cougars. Uh, we'll be talking about the extraordinary summer of last year when pretty much everything went wrong that could go wrong for the Cougars. Um, obviously, there was the COVID shutdown, Major League Baseball announcing that they were going to cancel the season at least the minor league season in its entirety. And then, like a sledgehammer to the forehead, the Cougars found out that they were losing their affiliation with Major League Baseball as part of a broader reorganization, leaving them with nowhere to play. So that's a pretty big double whammy coming in one uh, one season. So Curtis got busy and put a few things together, and we're going to find out about that. So I don't know about you, but I'm looking forward to summer at a baseball field, and that's what we're going to get this time. So without further ado, let's talk to Curtis. We're here with uh, Curtis Haug, the Vice President and General Manager of the Kane County Cougars. How are you doing today, Curtis? I'm doing great, Paul. It's uh it's Friday and, and the sun is shining and uh, we're looking forward to baseball. Yeah, baseball's around the corner. I'm listening to spring break games again. That's nice. That's awesome. <laughs> it's really nice. Um, so, Curtis, why don't we start out, if you could just tell us a little bit about yourself uh, so we can get acclimated to you. Okay. You know, I, I've uh, been with the Cougars now since 1993. Um, I started my career in baseball, um, you know, on the business side in Charleston, West Virginia, uh, back in the early 90s and, and was there for a couple of seasons. And it was the Charleston Wheelers. And we were uh, affiliated with the Cincinnati Reds at the time. And I learned a lot there. It was uh, myself, the owner, his wife, and, you know, a couple other people. and. And small staff, but we we learned to do everything, and that was great. You know, it was whether I was the PA announcer, I sold advertising, <laughs> I, I I cleaned the stadium. You know, I mean, pretty much did everything. I hung the hung the letters on the marquee, um, whatever it took. You know, we all worked together and uh, on a small staff like that. And so, and before that, I, I played baseball in high school and college, and and uh, you know, grew up here in the area. Went to Naperville Central High School and just had a real passion for baseball. And, and, and when I couldn't, you know, make it as a as a player, I got into the business side. And uh, like I said, I started in Charleston, West Virginia and, you know, ended up here in Kane County back in 1993. I'll, I'll never forget it was, you know, I'm in Charleston, West Virginia. And, you know, there were no cell phones at the time. And I was, uh, you know, we had a you know, living in a, a, a basement apartment and everything was very limited, you know, as far as what you could do with the phone and all that. And so I would go to a pay phone and, you know, throw in probably 10 or 12 quarters at a time and called up here at Kane County to see if there was any, you know, positions open because it was, it was new. It was exciting. It was minor league baseball here in the Chicago area for the first time. And I called Bill Larson who was the GM back at the time, probably 30 times from that payphone, and finally got got through to him after, you know, spending probably $50, $60 right. in quarters. And uh, finally got through to him, finally got, a you know, an interview. And and uh, here I am, 
27 years wow. later. That's a great story, man. I'm old enough to remember the payphone days. Trust me. <laughs> I, people people don't realize what it was like back then. <laughs> you um, sent yes. letters, hey, you, did, you know, you did payphones, the whole nine yards. Exactly. You know, and you don't even see a payphone. I don't think they're even existing I honestly anymore. I haven't seen one in ages. So I, I, I hear you. That's funny. Okay. Well, you've, you've been here for quite a while then. That's great. You've seen quite a few changes. Um, you know, speaking of changes, we'll start. We'll start with the the negative and just get it out of the way. Uh, hopefully, very briefly. So, tell me about last season. I mean, it must have been really, really tough with the shutdown. Yeah, you know, it was for sure. And you know, we were here. We are. We're in like you know, it was about this time of year, a little little earlier. You know, we're we're, we're gearing up for a season. You know, it's January. It's February. All of a sudden, we get to March, and you know. You know, March Madness is about to begin, spring training's in full swing, and all of a sudden, Major League Baseball announces that everything's coming to a screeching halt. And uh, we were, you know, in a position where they weren't sending players here, and obviously spring training was stopped. And so we just, you know, had it became a waiting game, we, a lot of uncertainty. We felt like we were in a holding pattern all the time. And and uh, so eventually – Come June thirtieth, they they cancel the season, and here we are. We've got no season, we got no revenue coming in. Obviously, we furloughed ninety five percent of our people, um, and what we did here with the four or five staff members is we just you know we tried to open the ballpark to the community. We did blood drives. We did you know a lot of high school and college games here, and we did uh, dog competitions right. and. Um, drive through graduations, different things like that over the course of the year. And, you know, try to make the best out of it. We, we were hosting, you know, we hosted uh, Joshua Tree, which is a special needs uh, group here in St. Charles. We let them use our, our rooftop and our super suites to, to hold their classes. And so I think we did a lot of nice things for the, for the community, even though we didn't have a season. But then, you know, then we, we, we head into the fall and we're still uncertain as to what our position is with, with major league baseball and, and uh, the whole, the whole thing, you know, and when they reduced the, you know, the 160 teams down to 120, we were not part of that 120. And, and, uh, and that, that opened up a whole new world to us. And, yeah. Uh, so I mean, let's, let's talk about that. I'm, I see, I lo- by the way, I love made uh, minor league baseball. I, I like I like awesome. it better than Major League Baseball, to be very honest with you, because it just there's just cool. something real about it. Um, I've been to yeah. I've actually been to a fair amount of minor league parks and uh, at all levels. And uh, I don't know, I just find it to be much more fun and much more. And there's, there's a purity to it that I just absolutely love. Um but having said that, I've never quite understood how it works. And so, you know, n- now with with Major League Baseball reducing the number of affiliates, um, I guess I'm learning how it works. So so how does what's the the new affiliation uh, with the American Association? How does that work? How does it change things uh, for you guys? Um, tell us about that. You know, it's it's uh, it's interesting because. You know, when this all went down in the fall and, you know, we were contracted and, and we were basically not part of affiliated baseball anymore. You know, we found out from, you know, that we had to we had to figure out 
a, a league to play in. And, you know, the whole baseball landscape has changed dramatically. You know, when you go from 160 minor league teams to 120, then you introduce all these major league baseball partner leagues, which the American Association is a partner league of major league baseball. You know, we, 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 we had to, you know, look at all the different options when, you know, as far as leagues go and, you know, everything had to come into play, whether it was geographics, whether it was, you know, what type of ownership groups were part of these leagues, um, you know, and just in general, how successful and, and, and how well attended some of the leagues were. And we ended up, you know, selecting the American Association because of really the fact that they had some great ownership groups. The league office is really well well run. They've got they seem to be very business savvy. They very they're very tech savvy, which is which is good. That helps out, you know, the different clubs in the organization to to in the association to uh, prosper. And and then when you look at the, the American Association, you look at all the great Midwestern cities. You know, you got Kansas City and Milwaukee and and uh, Sioux, Sioux City, Sioux Falls, Lincoln, Nebraska. You got a whole bunch of and then and then you got all these great Midwestern cities. And we thought geographically it makes really good sense for us. And so, you know, we decided that after, you know, some some, you know, hurdles and things that we had to, to, to jump over to get you know, accepted into the league. Um, you know, we're very happy to be part of the American association at this point. They're a, it's a, it's a league that's doing well and they're expanding. And, uh, you know, surprisingly, most people don't know this is that all the years that we were here in Kane County, you know, with affiliated baseball, whether it was the Cubs or the Royals or the Diamondbacks or the A's, you know, we had a lot of great players here, you know, the, but, you know, these, they were 18, 19, 20, 21 year yeah. old kids um, with this new league. These guys are going to be, you know, 25, 26, 27, more experienced, more mature. Quite frankly, the, the, the level of play here at Kane County in 2021 will be much better than it ever was. Yeah. You know, I noticed, I was going to ask you about that. I noticed the, the, They've got um, um, age levels that, you know, you have to have a certain amount of folks who've got certain amount of experience in the league. Um, I thought that was really interesting. Um, Obviously, that's not true. Well, I don't think it was true in the previous arrangement. Um, So, yeah, you think that's going to I would think that would increase the, the level of play. Sure. No doubt. And, you know, and, and then we and then we hired a, a great manager. George Samus, George was the manager with the St. Paul Saints for 18 years, produced a lot of great teams there. And I don't know if you know anything about the St. Paul Saints, but they're probably the best minor league baseball organization, whether affiliated or not affiliated in the country. I mean, they were, they've been outstanding for, you know, 20, 20 some years. And what happened was the Minnesota Twins and Major League Baseball decided they wanted St. Paul to be the, the Twins AAA team. So when that happened, George was out of a job. Obviously, the, 
the Saints were out of the American Association. And so basically, McCain County Cougars are replacing the St. Paul Saints in the American Association. So you've got a wow. great storied franchise here, the Kane County Cougars, replacing one of the great minor league baseball organizations in the history of, of the game, for sure, in St. Yeah, Paul. Yeah, that's neat. So, so, so with, with the American Association, is this um, does this act also uh, as a and I I don't mean this to be an insulting word, but a feeder for the the majors. I mean, I do. Would fans expect to see potentially, you know, major league stars you know, playing in the American Association or no? Oh, for yeah. sure. You know, these guys. For instance, you know, our manager George Samus. You know, him and I have been in close contact here for the last thirty days or so, and they're we're basically signing guys they have to have minimum of double A experience and hopefully triple A experience. So you're getting guys that have that level of experience, you know, on their resume. And, you know, for instance, you know, just today we signed a guy, Anthony Garcia. He hit 25 home runs in the Dodgers triple A team back in 2018. So you got a guy that's coming here that he hit 25 home runs for the Dodgers at their AAA level. I mean, right. that's, that's big yeah. time. Yeah. No, I mean, just the, the so, reason I ask him, mean, I, cause I, I, I remember myself. Um, I'm, I'm always proud to say, I remember watching, uh, seeing Josh Beckett when he was before he was Josh Beckett. Right. Um, and there were a couple of others that, that I can, that I can uh, talk about. And it's, it, it's kind of neat, you know, it's kind of neat to, to sort of see, um, players that you saw in the minors, you know, in your home team, minor league team end up in the majors and doing well. I just, it's just kind of cool, you know? Um, no doubt. You know, we had guys like Miguel Cabrera, yeah. Nelson, Nelson Cruz, you know, Houston street, like you said, Josh Beckett, Adrian Gonzalez. And we've had quite a few. I mean, you look at all those former Cubs that played on the world series team. You had Almora, Schwarber, Contreras, um, Caratini. I mean, all those guys played here. Really? I did. I did yeah. not know that. Yeah, they all played here. Oh my goodness! That's a that's astonishing. Wow! I, Isn't that cool? I mean, that was really that's cool. Really cool. We were the we were the Cubs. Yeah. We were at 20, 2013, 2014. Yeah. If you remember, that was when the Cubs were rebuilding, yeah, yeah. and we saw all their top prospects here in those two years, and then. What did they win the World Series in 16? So, you know, to have three or four, maybe five former Cougars on those uh, on that World Series series team was pretty cool. That's remarkable. I, I didn't know that. I, I feel terrible that I don't know that. Wow. I, I'm a Cubs <laughs> fan, too, man. I mean, that's that's just that's just really amazing. Uh, anyway. OK. And you, know, and you know what was nice? <laughs> just recently on, on Twitter, I think it was or some podcast. I can't remember how. It came out, but we posted it. Schwarber said that this was his favorite place to play um, in his in all his minor league, you know, stops. Yeah. So that was really cool, and he made some really nice comments about us. Oh man, that makes that makes it even more painful. The news. I, I think he's at the Nationals now. That's just so painful. Yes. It's so painful for me. 
um he was pretty much my favorite cub so such as yeah he was cool such as life yeah he's a good dude he's a good dude i bet he hits i bet he hits 30 plus home runs too i bet he does too i bet he does too he's he's a he's a good guy he's a good and he's got a great attitude so i'm sure he'll do well yeah i'm sure he will too it's just it's just depressing but hey you know what i got i got my i got my hundred year fix so (laughs) i guess i guess i'll have to wait for the next hundred you know what paul the other thing is this league you know you have 23 man rosters um so that's a little different yeah you've got you know the coaching staffs aren't as big which is which is different, um, but these guys play to win. I mean, you know, when we were the Cougars, I mean, I mean, obviously we're still the Cougars, but when we were in affiliated ball, we were we were low A. It was it was all about player development, and you had basically the front office directing the field staff here as to as to what each player could do. You know, when it came to their pitch counts or what lineup they needed to have out there. I mean, it was, but in this case, now these guys are playing to win. Yeah. The American association. Yeah. And uh, the player development part is, is is, it doesn't exist anymore. How interesting. That's real. That's really very interesting. Um, Wow. I'm, I'm kind of looking forward to this. This is going to be, this is going to be kind of neat. You're right. It's such a different feel. That was one of the things about, um, for me in, in, in the minor league watching minor league is, is there is that player development. So, so the competition is, well, I don't know what the right word is, but it's, it's muted to a certain extent. It becomes secondary because, you know, you, you you're going to put in a pitcher cause you want that pitcher to get some innings. Right. right exactly. <laughs> um, as opposed and you know what, you know, what's going to happen too, when you get to September or, or maybe late August, right. You're going to put the guy on the on the shelf because you know he's had too many you know innings or pitches or whatever it might be over the course of the year, and then and then the team makes the playoffs, and then you don't even have those guys. Right, you know, exactly. Guys are, they just disappear. Right, they disappear, and it's so that was that that was part was frustrating, you know, but at the same time, you know, the fact that this league, you know, really it's very competitive. You, I, I can't believe when I talk to these these people that are uh, part of this league, I mean. It is really competitive, and, and I think the fans are going to embrace that. I think so too. That's pretty neat. Um, but at the same time, Paul, these guys are looking, you know, to get signed by a major league club, and that's the thing. In the past, we were affiliated with the, the Diamondbacks or the Cubs or the Royals, whoever it was, and so those our players sort of fed those those teams. Now, in the American Association, all thirty major league teams can pull from your roster right right well so, so they've got so that's a different feel they've got some serious incentive to, to come out every day right uh, yeah uh, that's that's really interesting it's a whole different vibe that's that, that's great so okay i'm i'm cognizant of the of the time issues here so i'm gonna try to squeeze the next two questions into one um fan expectations um it's a new ball game. Uh, obviously, we still have some lingering effect from the COVID side. I don't know how that's going to play out. So, so what can fans expect this year in terms of both in terms of their experience at the ballpark, um, and and also the team itself? I mean, the individuals of the team. What's the, what are the expectations? You know, we're gonna we're gonna still have a lot of fun like we always do. We're still going to be a great destination. 
for families and, and, and people to come out to a ballpark that's always going to be, you know, safe, secure, clean, fun, uh, like it always has been. Um, you know, for our 29 years here in Kane County, we've always been noted for being safe, secure, clean, and, and a great entertainment place. And that's not going to change. Um, we're looking, you know, to obviously add some new theme nights and promotions and things like that and um, make it as make it as 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 fun and, and, and entertaining as possible, like we always do and um, and cater to the families and the kids and and, uh, you know, but at the same time, you know, we've got a, we've got some things, you know, obviously with COVID going on, we're going to we're going to do everything we can to make it safe for our fans, our players, our coaches, our staff the media, whoever else is here, anybody that's part of the Cougars family, we're going to do everything we can possible uh, to make it safe for them. And we'll, we'll, we'll adhere to the guidelines that, you know, that we get uh, the protocols that, you know, whether it's the state or the, or the county or health department and officials, we'll, we're going to, we're going to adhere to all that and, and do the best we can. But you got to remember, you're coming outside. You're coming to a ballpark. You're outside having fun in the sunshine. Right. You know, watching fireworks, running the bases after the game, and and uh, having a cold beer and and having some great ballpark food. I mean, you're outside having fun. I think that that's a that's a you know you're out in the fresh air. That's a big difference, I think. Then. Oh yeah. Then you know being inside. That's for sure. Oh man, there's got to be a, a pent up demand for that. I mean, people. I mean, I. I mean, right now, just listening to you makes me want to go. You know, right now. You know, it's like because we've all been hoarded. You know, we've all been sort of hiding in our in our rooms for so long. Yes. Uh, getting out there it sounds like such a great time. And you know what? We're hearing, Paul. We're getting a great response. Yeah. From our fans, our sponsors, our vendors, the media. Just everybody is just like you, like you just said, they're, they're, they just can't wait to get out here, yeah. you know, and they can't wait to, you know, our, our groups are booking, you know, this, you know, the hospitality areas and um, pe- people are just fired up about getting out. They, they can't wait. And, and I think there's light at the end of the tunnel. I think the restrictions are starting to loosen a little bit. I think, yep. I think we're seeing some positive signs that uh, by the time we open, which is May 18th, you know, we could be in a, a lot better position, I think. Yeah, no, I let's, well, let's hope so. It sure seems that way. Let, let's, yep. let, let's hope so. Okay. One quick thought about what the team's going to look like this year or, or do you know yet? You know, we are, we've got a roster of about eight, right? Okay. Now. We are slowly putting together a, a, a roster, and uh, I think once spring training gets going a little further, and, and then when they start breaking up, you know, heading to to major league, you know, when they, when the major league teams start going to, right, um, we're going to see some other guys that we're going to probably pick up as well. But we've got a manager who is so connected and so in tune to everybody. Um, he's got so many connections in 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 in, the, in this great game that, uh, and he loves to win. And he is, he's determined to put a great roster together and slowly, but surely we'll have something. And, you know, our, our little spring training starts on right around May 6th here at the ballpark. And uh, obviously we'll have a couple exhibition games with some of the local teams. And then our home opener will be a May 18th. Wow. That's great. And uh, so it's, it's, it's a definitely a new feel, but, you know, we're excited about it. You know, this is, 
this is uh, a new chapter in Cougars baseball for sure. Yeah. But I think that one thing that's going to stay the same is that we're going to continue to provide great entertainment and a lot of fun for the, for the Chicago area. Yeah, that's great. That's great. Well, Curtis, thank you so much. I know, I know you got to run here. I thank you so much for, uh, for this. This has been, this has been fun and exciting for me. That's awesome. <laughs> I can't wait. To, I can't wait to get out there. <laughs> Is there anything else? I mean, if you have any other questions, don't, I mean, I, I got, I got about five minutes if you, if you want to shoot. No, I'm good. I'm good. I think we got, I think we covered what we needed to cover and, uh, okay. but I'd like to, you know, hopefully I'll be able to keep in touch and we can, uh, the weekend because I want to find out how this works out. It's a brand new. It's a brand new thing to a certain extent. So uh, that's that's for sure. Yeah, stay in touch, fun. Paul, and and whatever we can do to accommodate you and get you out here to a ball game. Let me know. All right, awesome. Thank you, Curtis. I really appreciate it. All right, have a good day. Thanks. You bye too. Bye bye. So there you have it, Curtis Hogg, Vice President and General Manager of the Kane County Cougars. What a story. Uh, what a what a remarkable rebound. Uh, from a double whammy of of COVID and losing your affiliation with Major League Baseball, it's a really, really a fantastic job by uh, by Mister Haug. So, for minor league baseball fans, it's going to be a, an interesting season. It's it's actually kind of an upgrade when you think about it, because the level of play will most likely be much higher than in previous years, given the fact that they're using more experienced players and the uh, the competition will be much much better so um looking forward to it looking forward to a hot dog and a beer and watching uh, sitting in the sun and watching a baseball game so you can find this entire interview at foxvalleymagazine.com and we'll be following the cougars all summer so until next time we'll be seeing you (laughs) 